It is the Incredible Hulk Podcast. My name is Eric Halkren, and for the entire duration of the Shelter in Place, I'm doing a new episode every single day. And today, we're talking cannabis. My boy Brady Madden is a marketing expert in the world of cannabis, and I just thought it would be a fun distraction to start talking about not only what's going on in marketing in general, but ways in which you can uh, figure out what to do with the cannabis industry. So, without further ado, let's jump in to the Incredible Hulk Podcast. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Don't tell television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. The Incredible Halt. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Hear the music. How are you, dude? Excuse me? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Well, no, I saw your video for a second, then it disappeared, so. Oh, did it? Yeah. Uh, huh. It's weird. Let's it's see. No big deal, dude. It says it's disabled by you. It, okay. Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's very weird. We can do it without it. It's not a big deal. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? <laughs> You know what, man? It's like <laughs> given all the circumstances. You know, I mean, uh, the sun is out today, and I moved my office out into my front porch. So I think today, all things considered, has been been pretty good. Yeah, so. yeah. I got out there, uh, walked around a little bit, went for a run over lunch, and uh, it's just amazing that you can stand outside and not feel terrible. And the sun obviously helps it. So yeah, for sure. Now, so catch uh, you know catch me up and people who obviously don't know who you are. Like, what are you doing right now? And and what is your what's your day to day like? Yep. So I'm actually, it's kind of interesting that all this is happening because I was in a bit of a transition mode myself um, where I just left. Uh, I was a, a marketing and a digital strategy director at a CBD oil company. Um, and I just left to do freelance work and really to kind of get into more of this remote type of a lifestyle. And obviously now I'm remote, but I can't go anywhere. <laughs> so there's uh, that kind of backfired a little bit, but is what it is. But uh, yeah, I'm spending a lot of my time now uh, in the search space, uh, SEO specifically, but uh, really just helping businesses with uh, growing their search, uh, getting found in Google and and uh, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. And so like, you know, one of the things that that I've found um, interesting about this space, right, is you, you've heard a couple stories coming out of the marketing world. And, and one of the bigger ones is, is how bad freelancers have been hit because of this. Have you have you experienced any of that? Are you seeing any of that? Uh, you know, what's been nice is that uh, I have a couple of different organizations that I'm working through, um, Avalanche Creative being one of them. And, and with those guys, they've kind of, uh, Lance has had a pretty good uh, um, flow of customers over the last couple of months. So I'd say we we kept pretty busy. We did have a couple of clients we decided to pause for this month just sure. because they were, you know, local businesses that were wanting to drive traffic into their stores and things like that. So we've had a couple that have done that. But for the most part, uh, we've had a number of clients that have just been like, hey, this is a great time to revamp our site or uh, get some more content rolling so uh, if anything we've even kind of picked up in a lot of uh, uh, facets yeah and it's I mean it's it's obviously I, I just got like the reason I was late to this podcast is I just was on with a client and all we were talking about is how great a time it is to make content right I don't know that there's been a better yeah. time to just like put <clears throat> stuff out there yeah absolutely and at a at a fast pace too i think that's uh you know yes. one of the nice things is that like hey it's normally you know normally we only have time for a blog a week or a blog every other week or whatever now it's like hey if we can start cranking things out let's do it 
for sure. So what is like what's your day to day like? You know, I mean, you, you tried to do this anyway, but it's di- like, again, I was on this call a second ago. Like what I've been saying is if if you want to work from home, that's a different thing than the government saying you have to work from home. Right. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. what, what's that like for you? Yeah, it's it's especially been challenging because it's like it's nice when you're working from home and you can go, well, I'm going to go to a coffee shop today or I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. And then it's like, okay, the coffee shop is my kitchen. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, so that's that's been a bit of a challenge. But I think there's some different things that I've done, like, you know, getting up on uh, um, at the exact same time every day, no matter what I have going on. I think that's been really helpful and really just having some kind of like a base routine that, of course, is going to change based on the day. You know, some days I might have more calls with where I'm busier on like video calls and things like that. And other days I just have more like busy work. And so really just depending on what type of day or what type of project I need to complete, kind of batching those sorts of things. So it's like, if I have my calls, I'm going to knock as many calls out in one day as I possibly can. And then if I have a bunch of like busy work I need to do, then I want to do that all at the same time. And so kind of keeping like a, uh, a bit of a routine that I, that can be flexible depending on what I need it to be for that day. So Brady, do you have a, do you have a preference as far as, you know, one of the things I've been, I've been doing with these podcasts, right. Is I've been talking to just about anybody that, um, I can, I can get on here. And I don't mean that in a sense of desperation, but like talking to different people who do different things and have come in and out of my life at different moments. But for you, which one of those, do you prefer the video calls or, I mean, you're using busy work. So I'm, I'm making an assumption here that might not be true. Do you you prefer the, like doing the work or the video? Like what's your favorite gear of this, this current normal? I think I like, I like, I mean, the busy work is really what drives the calls. I got, I guess this is the way I can put it because when I'm doing work, like let's say I'm doing some keyword research and I'm diving into a client's website and I'm figuring out, you know, how can they rebuild and restructure their site map so that it's uh, more likely to be found in Google. I find that like when I do, when I can work deeply on those things, then the calls go so much better. Meaning like yep. I can really dive in and just go, here, here's what you guys are doing. Here's what you could be doing. Here's what your competitors are doing. And given this, the entire landscape, here, here's an exact plan. And so it's kind of nice to be able to um, lay out that plan when you're face-to-face and like eye-to-eye with somebody because you can really understand, are they getting where I'm going with this or do I need to maybe spend a little bit more time on one section or another to help them understand what I'm trying to do? So sure. I actually, I, I like the call end of things and outside of, uh, you know, just human interaction. Um, <laughs> it, it's nice to kind of like, I, I like the teaching element of uh, search and of uh, digital marketing where you're kind of like teaching and showing a business owner how this can work for them. And then when they get it, you can kind of see that light bulb go off. And then it's like, then they're just more of an advocate for everything that you're doing after that. Absolutely. And I, I would be remiss to ask you this because this is obviously the world you came from. Um, the cannabis industry has certainly been interesting during COVID. I'm sure you would you yep. would probably agree. What, you know, what, what, what do you think is going on in that space? I mean, aside from the fact that they can stay open and they're now known as essential. <laughs> Yeah. They, when <laughs> right. we were when we were in high school, they felt really essential. Now they're actually a government essential. So you yeah, know what what is that? What is what does that that space look like right now? So a couple things. It's kind of it's kind of tricky because obviously you know on on my end of things, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to drive traffic into the you know the dispensaries or whatever it is. Yep. So, but I think it's good because the businesses that can sell online are able to just keep selling and operating as is. Um, and there are some components with cannabinoids and the immune system and things like that. So it kind of, it kind of gives a, I think it kind of softens the blow, even though they may not be as busy in their stores. 
So that's definitely been one good thing. But I think the other good, the other thing is, is that it's forced a lot of these dispensaries and a lot of these companies to innovate uh, and have ways of, you know, it, it, like for a while it was like, hey, you can only come into our dispensary to pick this stuff up. And then it was, okay, now we have curbside pickup available. And now I'm seeing a lot of curbside and delivery. And so it's like, it's kind of forced them into this, uh, um, this uh, really just, you know, figuring out how they can get people products at their houses when that's kind of always been a big thing. You know, you figure grandparents, grandparents, or grandparents, I just said that twice, grandmas, grandpas, yeah, you know, sure. and just maybe disabled people and things like that that maybe can't always make it to a dispensary unless they have somebody to do it for them. I think it's maybe making it more accessible for some of those people. And I think it's, what's been fascinating to watch in the last, call it 22, 23 days, is to see that innovation sort of happen, not just in the cannabis industry, but just in general to watch businesses yeah, yeah. who know how to do this or are learning how to do this and kind of keep the, the lights on, proverbially speaking, uh, has been is like always one of my favorite things to see when we're in a recession, right, is where where are the where's the growth and where's the innovation? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's been fun watching some of the uh, marketing efforts, you know, like you look at like Nike and then now all of a sudden they got this campaign for, Hey, now you need to play indoors Yes, and kind of like endorsing that. And so it's kind of in interesting seeing what companies are doing to either help businesses or help other people or just, you know, use it in their own marketing efforts. Outside of, outside of Nike, you have any other ones you like a lot? I know uh, I'm sort of putting uh, you on the spot, but I just, as a marketer, I just didn't know if you saw any of the ones that uh, sort of stand out in your head. Yeah, there was another one, but for some reason it slipped my mind. I thought I wrote it down because I had a good story uh, to share. But uh, no, I think the Nike one's really been the big one. And then outside of that, anybody just making jokes or using memes and whatever fun things they right. can kind of do because maybe their business is closed. Um, I know I've seen I've definitely seen a lot of changes in the restaurant space. That's been interesting to see, you know, some yeah. of those businesses try to market and try to just talk about, hey, we're going to be here, you know, when when things turn back around and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, and and from a, a straight up marketing point of view, watching people sort of leverage the lowered CPM, you know, because coming into this year, I think we all thought it was going to be. Obviously, no one thought this was going to happen, but I think we all thought it was going to be, um, you know, sort of a difficult time to market for a completely different reason, right? It was going to be a political landscape, and all of the inventory was going to be increased in price because of all of that, and and it turns out that we're we're sort of in a different a different phase of that right now. Yeah. 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 What's, what's been interesting on the search side is really just watching what's happening in the SERPs, you know, cause it's like, there's certain businesses that just get a certain amount of search terms per month, but now that they're not open anymore, they're not getting those anymore. And so it's kind of making some of those things challenging to, to look at. And you almost need to go back and look at previous data to try to map out where you could be or, Hey, where are we going to wind up at the end of this thing? So and so how are you, Brady, how are you staying on top of all of these changes, right? Not only what's actually happening in the platform specific to Google, but like even the changes uh, like COVID-19 on landing pages, those sorts of things. Like how are you staying on top of all that stuff? Yep. I, I'm a big, uh, I like Twitter. I like using Twitter lists. And so, you know, I have my various feeds that have uh, like SEO and search and digital marketing people in those. I have various uh, doctors and things like that where I'll set up a feed specifically for, you know, people that I trust, people that aren't going to, you know, feed me a bunch of crap about what COVID is or what it isn't. And people are just going to kind of shoot straight. And so I like to kind of set up those feeds in Twitter and then I can go through those whenever I want to know whatever the latest and greatest information is. I use feeds too on Twitter, but mine is just for Tiger King. That's all I'm using. My <laughs> I mean, what other feed do you need? 
<laughs> I heard your podcast with, uh, I was listening to it earlier today with uh, Nick Bailing. How, yes. how much further have you gotten in it? Oh, I, fi- I mean, I finished it, um, oh. you know, and, and I, <laughs> I, I've like, I still feel like in two, two episodes in, I was, I knew like, maybe I didn't know all the twists and turns, but I got the joke. And honestly, I don't, have you finished it? I have. Yeah. I just, I felt really sad at the end of it, actually. <laughs> Yeah, like you know what yeah, I mean? Because like I mean, the nobody's middle, a winner in this. <laughs> nobody's a winner in it, and like the middle part is just complete, you know, carny insanity, right? And so you're enjoying the sort of um, meth out Jersey Shore aspect of it, but by the end of it, you're like, man, all of these terrible choices, and everybody loses. Like that's, you know, it was like it was worse than the ending of Sopranos, is kind of what I've been summing up it up as, you know. Uh, Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's at the end of the day, it's like you kind of look at like, okay, so that means there's hundreds of these tigers that are just caged up, probably not being fed very well, you know, under terrible conditions and things like that. So it's like, that's kind of like the thing that I was just looking at is just, okay, that's terrible. But then now I hear that Carol Baskins, I guess, is being investigated again. And you kind of see all these things start to come up out of it. (laughs) I'm sure. Did you see the, uh, I forget, because there's like a thousand Tiger King memes on, you know, accounts on Instagram. So it's hard to keep up with which one, but one of them was like, was like, can you imagine you get away with murder and 20 years later, some asshole makes a documentary and now they're (laughs) Right. Like. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, man, that's been crazy. The memes from that have definitely provided some uh, some added, uh, added yeah. fun because yeah. my wife and I actually were joking about that where it's like there was things we were laughing at when we were watching it. But after the fact, we were going back and going, hey, you remember when he puts the uh, uh, jacket on and he's like all of a sudden he's a paramedic yes, now? Right. Yeah. Riding with this girl. Right. <laughs> Just like stuff like that. Oh, man. Yeah. How is your wife doing? How is she handling all this? She's good. They've uh, they've stayed pretty busy. I think the biggest thing with her industry, uh, she's in the robotics space right now with uh, Ice Robotics. Um, the, I think the biggest thing that's changed on their end is uh, the trade show space. Um, and I've seen that in a couple across a couple industries as far as B two B goes, where yeah. there's probably not going to be trade shows till I mean the fall, maybe maybe I, maybe longer. That's sort of what I'm thinking. I've been saying, um, you know, I've been saying like. I think September, October is when we get back to professional sports. And I think if you can do professional sports, everything else is on the table, right? You can do a trade show, you can do a concert, you can do a whatever. But I think much like we were talking about it um, this morning amongst the team, like if you remember um, 9-11 felt like we were getting back to whatever was next as soon as sports happened, right? Like that was the bellwether where people were like, okay, now we're now we're doing our the thing that we do, right? But yep. I, but yep, I'm with exactly. you. I, I don't, I don't think it's till this fall. You'll see that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with large groups and, you know, other things like that. So, yeah. but that's going to be interesting. Cause I know you and I have been pretty close to that, uh, back when we worked together and just, you know, talking with companies around, how do you convert from spending your trade show budget into your digital budget? And then, you know, what, what does that look like? And I think that there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to have to essentially be forced into making that shift. Yeah. Well, um, so it's going to be in- interesting to see, you know, and it, and it just speaks to, you know, you and I have obviously we've got a six year relationship of friendship at this point, And like, it just goes to show that like, content is the thing that you should be creating at all times not just because of of situations like this but because of anything that can disrupt your business like that um you have other pieces and other things you can rely on that don't necessarily involve you know a table and a backdrop and a a handout of some sort you know what i mean 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's great that you brought up the the content thing because you know as I talk to as I talk to people, you know whether they're a business owner, a marketing director, or, or really whatever the situation they're in, I think that's what a lot of people are thinking about now. Is they're like, hey, we've always wanted to create these guides, or we've always wanted yep. to create these videos, or we've always wanted to create whatever, and it's like now is literally the perfect time to do that uh, type of stuff because not only are you going to get it out there and help your audience, but you know, long-term, it's like, you're going to put that stuff, not put that stuff on your website. Now, Google's going to start to crawl it, you know, three, three to six months down the road, you're really going to start to see where the benefits are going to come from, from a rankings perspective. And then you can start making more business decisions from there. So yep. yeah, it's just, it's a great time to create quality content that's for your audience that they're going to find not helpful now, but that also down the road in the future. So are you, I mean, you're a, a highly creative and, and one of those guys who's always kind of working on the next thing. What are you using this time to create? Like, what is, what is that for you? Uh, I have a couple websites in the works. Um, uh, the cannabis industry has really been where I've kind of wanted to stay essentially, even from, you know, going from the hemp company that I was at. And so I have a couple of ideas in the works from there. I have a couple of, uh, uh, I actually have a, a company that I'm working through that does specifically cannabis marijuana and that type of marketing that I've uh, been consulting through. So really just trying to stay close to that industry, watch watch how it's evolving over the you know last couple of weeks and then into the coming months. And then just like, you know, with the laws and, and just staying up to date on where the laws are at, what what's happening because of the coronavirus stuff. And then more importantly, just, you know, how are people interacting with that space you know how are your parents and my parents starting to use cannabis how are they and really kind of get diving into like the users and really figuring out you know what's what's the best way to teach somebody who's never taken cannabis before how it can help them with their health yeah uh, and that's kind of you know that's been super interesting right because I, i'm not a person who has ever done anything with cannabis right it's never been a I, i've it's just not you do you, right? It's just never been a thing I've been interested in. However, um, oddly enough, I was having um, like a, a muscle issue in my arm and it was my mother who's like, oh, I've been using CBD oil. You should check out like, and it's been interesting to be like, I'm, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you're like, wait, you're telling me this now? <laughs> right. Um, you know, so, so it's interesting that, that clearly, uh, and I, this was sort of the, the thing that I wanted to make sure I, I sort of picked your brain about, like, how people can kind of figure out that universe. Cause that universe seems like the part of the cannabis industry. That's the hardest to figure yep. out you know, what is real and what is bullshit, you know? Um, yep. and so like for CBD oil specifically, which I have found great value in and can't recommend enough. The one that I, that, that was given to me from my parents, but, um, how can, like, how can a consumer figure that space out before we even get to the, like, how do I mess around with cannabis and I've never messed around with it. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think the biggest thing to understand first is that pretty much any and every company that's out there talking about CBD oil, they're going to call theirs the best. And I mean, at the end of the day, there's only so many acres of hemp growing in the United States right now. So the likelihood that they're coming from the same source is very, very high. So it's for the most part, they're coming from the same source. But from that point on, you know, how it's stored, how it's manufactured, uh, whether or not it's lab tested and, you know, the, the different policies that companies have in place really determine whether it's going to be a quality product or not. So the good thing, like you mentioned specifically, you're like, Hey, I found one that I like, and then I know it works for me. And it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, if you find a product, it works for you and it gets you the results that you want. And you can find some sort of lab test or you can get a lab test or you can scan it. 
uh, like a QR code on the bottle to sure. find the lab test easily. As long as that type of stuff's out there, I mean, that's you're you're going to be pretty safe. Um, it's it's when people start experimenting with, oh yeah, my cousin Rodney and his uh, uncle are like brewing it up in their bathtub up in okay. New Mexico, and Got it's it. like. Okay, well, then you're probably going to get some contaminants in there because you can buy hemp from China and it's very inexpensive, but it's also because it's not lab tested. And the thing to know about hemp is that it's a bioaccumulator, meaning whatever ground you grow it in, it's going to suck out whatever's in that ground. So if there's bad stuff in there, bad stuff's going to be in your product. Interesting. All right, Brady, like uh, I would love to do another one of these since now I'm, I'm stuck in my house till April 30th or even longer. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I, you know, I'd love to talk more about this. Um, but if people want to reach out to you right now, what's the easiest way that they can get a hold of you? Uh, I think best way is to email me Brady Madden, uh, the number 12 at gmail.com, um, or just Brady Madden, uh, be Madden 12 on Twitter, uh, just Brady Madden on all platforms. My friend, stay safe, stay healthy. This was, this was awesome, dude. Uh, I do seriously, I would love to talk like a whole hour about how people can kind of figure out what to do with cannabis these days. Cause I, I do think, um, we're, we're at this point where this is becoming a thing that, that people want to not, I wouldn't use the word experiment, but want to understand better. Right. Um, yeah. And, yeah. I think it's just, we're, it's like, we're kind of past the point of like, well, should we do this or not? Right. We're already past that. Right. It's like, yes. let's just understand how can we accept this for sure. <laughs> and not only acceptance, yep. but like to your point, like maybe it is just CBD oil for person X, but maybe for person Y, there is other things they could be using that would help them out in some way, shape or form. And so, Absolutely. you know, let's book some, a longer time and do a little bit longer one, uh, you know, a week or so from now. And we'll, we'll jump into this more. Absolutely. Yeah. That sounds great. I'd love to. All right, brother. Be well. Appreciate it. You too. See you, man. Family as well too. You too, bud. All right, buddy.